We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. DeMar DeRozan makes the All-Star team. Again. So DeMar was asked what it means to be an All-Star. It's everything, and I just hope anybody out there, whatever field you work in, Never listen to the outside noise of people doubting you, counting you out, everything. You know, as long as you're true to yourself and believe in yourself, you keep putting in the work um, with a genuine heart and genuine passion, you'll, you'll be rewarded. So that's how he feels, and that's I, I think that there's definitely something that people can take away from, from watching DeMar and his almost maniacal work habits when it comes to his game. I also think... That you can be true to yourself and also evolve and say, am I doing the best? Like, that's why I keep coming back to the The whole reason that I'm asking DeMar to shoot four three-pointers a game is because I feel like he's got the work ethic to do it. Do you know what Rick Camp figured out? That I found really interesting about that he was about trying. Tomar. No, oh. Rick, the uh, producer of the organization's win championships podcast, which you should uh, enjoy if you're a Bulls fan. When Demar's three point attempts did go up, especially in the seasons when when the averages were higher, the games in which he shot more threes were either at the start of the season or out of the All Star break. Interesting. The theory being. People were talking to him about it. That's when it was top of that's mind. When it was, that's when it was being, we're saying, how do we want to approach this? How are we coaching it? When you had practice time, when you had a chance to, to watch tape, and coaches are saying, you know, we're better when this happens. The, the, the bubbles in his three-point attempts usually come after down periods or off periods. I would love for this to be a thing where we see him do and and again I don't need him to go out here and be Trey Young. I just just a little like take two of those shots away. Take two of the difficult two-pointers. Step back a foot and shoot a three instead. And if you go two if you go two for five, it's great. You're 40% shooter. But just hitting two of five, two of six inside of a game can really help spread the floor. Here's what I'm wondering. You know how we've been talking about DeMar and whether it's the two of us or the four of us during transition trying to figure out value for him in a trade market because he's got one year left on his deal, so there's value there. Do you think with teammates, I mean, opponents and coaches naming him to the All-Star game, that there is a respect for DeMar's game inside the game that those of us who are looking at it from the outside and using a little bit more of an analytical eye that we have for it. I have to differentiate between respect for his game and respect for him. I think there's a ton of respect for him. As there should be. 
And of course there should. There's 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 nothing not to like about his his approach, his work ethic. But as far as his game, I think scouting's good enough now that most teams know. I, th- I think sometimes you get somebody who's just got strong basketball philosophical thoughts who finds a fit. Greg Popovich is probably that guy when he was also kind of leaning into some of the 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 mid-range stuff with LaMarcus Aldridge and others. I think that, that came up yesterday. But for the most part, it, it doesn't mean he couldn't be a part of a champion. Mm-hmm. But if teams want to play with pace and teams want to shoot threes, you can't you can't – let his game hold a good team hostage. I wonder what he thinks his role inside a championship team would would be. Like I, I wonder if he looks at it as he's not going to be a second unit scorer. No, that's definitely not happening. At least not yet. I could see that a couple years down the line, maybe Demar being willing to do that. But I wonder if he sees himself as option one, no matter what team he's on. I don't know the answer to that. Because he's so good at getting his shot, because he's so good at punking defenders and getting them up in the air. But the problem is he's got to initiate all the action. It's got to be off his own dribble. He he can't catch and shoot. And that's a huge problem because the ball stops every time. Even if it's a good play... It's frustrating when you watch the play with pace and pop, 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 and then it gets to him and it's stop. And now it's begin to make the moves and start up the machine. And now I'm going to eyebrow fake you. I'm going to jab step you. I'm going to back you down. I'm going to turn my shoulder. I'm going to squeeze this way. I'm going to lean into you. And it's just like, all right, here we go. Doing the stuff again. And it can be effective. And and very often he comes away with, with a, a couple foul shots or a basket or both. But it still stops everything. It does. And we heard Ty Lue talking about flow of offense when you have guys, and he was talking about Kawhi, have guys hitting three-pointers or taking three-pointers, what it does to the floor geometry. I just am curious about when the players are looking at DeMar and coaches are looking at DeMar, do they go, man, I really want someone like that on my team. Maybe he's not option one, but having someone who has that ability would be really valuable. Or if they look at it and go, what he's doing is really difficult, especially now in an environment where you're supposed to be shooting threes because it makes more sense to shoot threes yeah. instead of two. I think it's probably the latter, and I think that may suppress his market value. I think there are more teams that know that's that's why I was thinking about when it was announced that he got named to the All-Star of does that mean there are more teams that are likely to at least inquire about DeMar because they do think that whoever their superstar is. I've been trying to figure out who would he pair with. If you were looking at, at the NBA and saying where's a place where DeMar would have significant value to a team that thinks that they can win a championship. And and I'm I'm having a hard time finding it. I was thinking about Dallas maybe like someone as a as a pressure release valve. And they can play a little slower. Right. For Luca. Like someone where, well, you know, if you're just gonna sit here and wait to double Luca, 
we've got a guy who can score, and if he's a willing enough passer to give the ball to a player like Luka. If he's at Golden State, I don't feel like... See, if he were at Golden State, I feel like he would. you would ask him to be on the second unit, and he'd be like, hmm? But I heard that that's a place that might have some interest in DeMar. Texter for the 217 says, isn't playoff basketball more suited to his game, and thus wouldn't contenders want him? Maybe. No. It, it, depends, it depends on the matchup. If a game slows down in the fourth quarter and they're calling it a little more tightly, then yeah, I do think there can be some value. Look at his playoff history, though. Right. I, I still think you need to have threes, or he needs to be on a team that's got established three-point shooters. That's why the Golden State thing, like I'm coming around, I'm like, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense because the floor is enough and you're so worried about Steph that it's going to give DeMar room to operate inside of it. But this is this is going to sound like a slight to DeMar, but it's not. Like I look at Milwaukee and I go, well, they kind of have that. And Chris Middleton shoots threes. Mm-hmm. And Drew Holiday shoots mm-hmm. threes. All-star Drew Holiday. He's one of my favorite players in the league. That dude can, he can do everything and he's fearless. Absolutely fearless on the offensive and defensive. And he strikes me as the type of dude, like when I'm watching him play it, I'm like, oh, your game's on mute. Like, you're willing to do whatever it takes. Well, and, you, did you watch him against the Bulls in the playoffs last year? Yes. And his body language was so confident. He he played with such a swagger against the Bulls. And we were sitting at the United Center for one of those games and watching him just make that. This this guy, he 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 doesn't even want to bother. He it was almost dismissive. He's like, oh, you're you're guarding me with this now. Oh, watch this. Yeah, you're you're gonna leave me open for this. And he was shaking his head, coming back down the floor. I was like, what are we doing here? Let's dismiss, get rid of these bums. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, they did. And they did. I, I don't know. Demar is a very interesting puzzle to solve from a basketball perspective because his his, his game really doesn't fit, even though he's good. And and, and that's the shame of it. And like a good he, dude. he's good. He's really good. I, and I, if, I, if he he'd be the number one pick for your pickup team. I'm telling you, the, the cross-sport discussions we were having during transition the other day, comparing him to Luis Arise, was really interesting. Yeah. Like, the, what what you do used to be so valued, and people used to pay so much for what you do. We, it's just not anymore. It's just not. Things have it, it, it changed. Drummond, same way. Would it be? I think it's more fair to compare him to Tim Anderson. If, if Tim Anderson's not going to hit home runs, then yes. That's right. Three-pointers. Yeah. Little different out of con- of choice and control, you don't have as much control over your power. Well, we'll see. Especially because, because they keep changing the basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know which basketball you're using. They won't tell you. <laughs> they got the bouncy one. They got the not so bouncy one. Did you imagine if another sport did that? I mean, just like that. That. Well, didn't the oh, NBA do that? Did you hear what happened to the college game last night? No. The women, Duke and Florida State's women, played with a men's ball the entire first half. Holy crap. Yeah, and Kara Lawson went off. As she went should. Went off. She's like, this wouldn't happen anywhere else. Like, How can no one know? How can this game still count? And she's like, yes, they beat us, but I think we would have played better with the ball that we're supposed to use. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's inexcusable. It's something all, that baseball would They do. all figured out. Well, yeah, but baseball would do it on purpose. 
Here, play with this. Yeah, play with the smaller ball, the heavy ball. What's, what's that one? Oh, that's the giant ball. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.